What is up, everybody? Whale Talks episode 45 here. Recording live in a rainy day. Nice cold day today, which I appreciate. This weather's been kind of all over the place. Sometimes hot, sometimes warm, sometimes it's cold, sometimes it's not. I'm like, oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, we started off today with the sad news of uh, Best of the Super Juniors has been canceled. Fuck! Oh man, I hate this, man. Fucking legit G1 is next. If the G1 gets canceled, man, my heart gonna hurt. My, all my five of them are gonna hurt. Best of the Super Juniors, the New Japan Cup. Like, it sucks because this stuff is just like... It's like you can't just have it again, you know what I mean? They're probably just gonna cancel it for the year. God, see, the G1 canceled's gonna hurt my soul so hard. But... Yeah, that's sad news of the day, but let's get into it. We got Raw, AEW, NXT, and SmackDown uh, this week. And uh, let's start off with the flagship show, Monday Night Raw. That's, that's what they say, right? Uh, Samoa Joe is back on commentary. Good to see him being doing something, even though, you know, he is injured 99% of the time. Poor guy. Sucks. Sucks when you see someone finally, like, all their shit. It's like Jeff. The dude was indestructible, and now he's made out of glass. Or the Usos. They're, and another thing, Jimmy Uso's out for nine months now. They just came back. Oh, my Lord. The Usos have some badass luck. That's why the Forgotten Sons are now in their spot, apparently. So, good for the Forgotten Sons, but Injury Mania. Even in Pandemic, Injury Mania runs wild on WWE. So Samoa Joe's back on commentary. The VIP lounge with the men of of uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match. Rey Mysterio comes out. Aleister Black comes out. Apollo Crews come out. MVP won't let any of them talk. He basically talks for them. Selena Vega comes out with her boys. Uh, she starts coming at Apollo Crews saying, Boy, ain't no one want to hear what you want to say. I'm like, don't call him a boy. Apollo's got personality now. Uh, she wants to take the guy's spot. So basically they say, hey, let's have a match. If my boys win, we take... What's it binging for? My bad about that. That's so unprofessional. We make uh, everything on silent. Bingo. So Selena Vega says, if my boys beat you guys, they get your spots. And Ray's just like, you think we're just going to do this? And of course a big brawl breaks out. And uh, yeah, Ray wants a match and a brawl breaks out. Garza Theory and Almas versus Alistair Ray and Cruz, which I'm like, what the fuck? This match, dude. Hear the lineup of Garza, Theory, Alistair, Cien, Ray fucking Stereo, and Apollo Cruz. All fantastic wrestlers. All great. This match sucked. This match was fucking way too long. Too many rest holds. They stretched the match out for at least three to fucking four commercial breaks. Oh, my God. Cruz ends up getting the big win with the cruise control powerbomb on, on Cien. That was out of nowhere. This match could have been good if they just let these guys go at it 100 miles per hour. Cien is pissed backstage that he lost to Apollo's Cruz. Says his partners let him down, but one-on-one, -on -one, no one can beat him for the U.S. title. Uh, Cruz comes out. And Apollo Crews gives this man the hardest slap in all of professional wrestling. Legit. Like, Crews basically murdered this man. Uh, he's showing a little bit of personality, which is cool. 
we get the uh, stupid match of Asuka, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler. There was no reason to book this match at all. What do they do? They have a fight. Um, Shayna goes for Asuka. Jax gets a ladder, tries to throw it at them. The match never got started, and they ring the bell, and that's it. Uh, why'd you even book the match in the first place? Bobby Lashley versus some uh, Denzel Jobber. Bobby Lashley kills him. Spear, one, two, three, done. He told Lana to study backstage for this one. Uh, hoping they do something with Bobby. Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot again. Ruby Riot is in control of the match this time. Uh, Riot hits the Riot kick for a near fall. I'm like, wow, they just gonna have Liv kick out of a finisher like that? Okay. Liv hits her new finish called Oblivion, the complete shot from the middle rope, out of nowhere, gets the win. Uh, I can't, this is a weird one. Ruby is fucking fantastic. She's probably one of the best women's wrestlers they have. But Liv is up and coming, so the win could have really gone either way. Again, it's another match where you didn't have to have it twice. Uh, they played a promo package for the Viking Raiders. I guess they're back to normal. No carpool karaoke. I'm going to fucking miss it. Viking Raiders. The return of the Majahraja. No mullet. The Majahraja mullet is gone. Jinder Mahal versus uh, Akira Tozawa. Uh, Jinder's back, man. Like I said, um, they're really giving this man the royal treatment here. I don't care what no one says. Jinder Mahal's theme song is so that Fucky heat. Every time I hear that shit, oh, I can't help. I can't help the bop to that shit. Uh, Jitter destroys him quick. Uh, wins with the Coloss. And, uh, yeah, we pretty much know where this is headed. We all know the only reason they're pushing gender. It's for the McIntyre match. Like I said, that match is going to have a fantastic story behind it. I cannot wait to see those WWE-style promo packages, honestly, so... Uh, Sien versus Cruz for the U.S. title. Uh, Sien is in full control. Cruz goes for a moonsault, misses, and then he, um, ends up hurting his knee. Sien takes out his legs for the rest of the match. Cruz with a small comeback, but Sien brings him back down. This match was so much better than that tag team match. This match was good. The match was called off because of Cruz's leg, and apparently Cruz is now out of the money in the bank. He was backstage, and he was, looks like he was about to cry. Um... I don't know what this excuse me. I don't know what this leads to now, honestly. Like, uh, do you build up Cruz to be the one to beat Cien for that US title? Or I hope they do something with him. I think he's done good with the TV time and stuff he's had. Ricochet versus uh and Cedric Alexander, uh Air Force One versus Everrise, the two uh, weird guys from NXT. Those guys are funny. Uh still loving this tag team. Like I said, still loving this tag team. Uh really cool move. Uh we're fucking um Basically, uh, Cedric ends up using his opponent's shoulders to hit a freaking, like, neckbreaker. Yeah, he put the uh, uh, draping neckbreaker. That was pretty dope. Uh, they used the old Motor City machine gun. Uh, fucking complete shot into the drop kick for the win. God, everyone just stole so much shit for the Motor City machine guns. Uh, MVP comes on screen, and he basically says, Hey, I'm going to have my boy, Shane Thorne, and... Uh, uh, Fink, is it Fink, Vink, uh, I'm gonna call him Fink, Vink, it's Fink, yeah, big boy, apparently Vince McMahon is in love with this man, of course, he's like six foot seven, he's a good looking dude, but he, he's good in the ring, so, maybe Vince can actually push somebody worth a damn, <laughs> Roman Reigns, 
You know, the guy they're trying to erase from history now. Papa Vince and Papa Roman are going at it. Ooh. Maybe he'll actually job a match when he comes back. <laughs> One can only hope. Like I said, I have no ill will to Roman. I think Vince is a fucking idiot. This guy has cancer. Of course he's going to fucking quarantine himself and go back home. Like I said, I'm not one of these idiots, you know. I have my gripes with Roman Reigns, the character, but, you know. Roman as a person, he's a really cool dude. But, you know, his character sucks. But that's not his fault. Like I said, his character in The Shield was perfect. But, of course he's going to go back home. This guy's sick, you know what I mean? Like, he, he, I feel for the guy. As a guy who got sick and has no immune system, I feel for this guy. You have no immune system. What the fuck are you going to do? Uh, MVP, by the way. Is the MVP of Raw? Uh, I love his promos. I love. Well, I love what he brings back, man. I, like I said, I'm a big MVP. Mark, you'll you'll be hard to find someone as much of a mark as me as MVP. You know, the beatdown clan and everything. Uh, but we get a contract signing. Drew and Seth have a contract signing. Uh, Drew tells uh, King to leave because you know what happens at the end of these things. King leaves. Seth likes Drew. He respects the shadow of him, but he says this is nothing. This has nothing to do with you. This is all everything about to do the WWE. I like that Seth is basically saying this is for the title. I could give a fuck about you. I like you. I have no problems. I need the title. Uh, I fucks with Seth in the suit also too. Like he's making this evil look look pretty cool. Drew basically tells him he's full of shit. They don't even censor it or nothing. So he says you're full of shit. Uh, Drew tells him to shut up. Uh, kicks his ass. Headbutts the shit out of him. Goes for the Claymore. Murphy goes to save... Um, uh, Seth. Seth hugs Murphy, and then uh, Murphy ends up taking a Claymore kick. Uh, basically, he took the bullet for his savior. Uh, this Raw sucked, but it had a pretty good ending. I I, I like this whole Drew-Seth rivalry. I think it's way too fucking early, but I, I like the rivalry. I think I think nothing good, nothing but good can come from it, honestly. But uh, Let's roll on down to SmackDown, because I want to talk about the good stuff later. We get uh, Daniel Bryan versus Baron Corbin. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I actually enjoyed this match. I know a lot of people were just like, whatever. But Bryan comes out with a great, fantastic babyface promo, hyping up the money in the bank, the importance of it, which is true. You know, Bryan, who would have ever thought Daniel Bryan as world champion? This dude won his world champion because of the money in the bank. He was probably the worst treated money in the bank holder, but he lost... I think I think it was like every pay per view match for like the for a couple of months. He lost every TV match. He ended up losing a match to Wade Barrett out of nowhere that had no build. It was crazy. He lost a match to like William Regal on Superstars. It was crazy. But I enjoyed Brian's run because he was he might have lost those matches, but the matches the match quality he was putting in was insane. Uh, Brian, like I said, great promo. He, um, is bummed that Gulak didn't make it into the match. So he's like, Baron Corbin, you suck. You're a loser. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Uh, I like this match. Like I said, Brian brings out the best in people. And, uh, Corbin was actually keeping up with some of the chain wrestling. Corbin was getting his leg worked on. Brian was getting his arm worked on. I love, I love how they were both working on a body part. Uh, Brian goes to get Corbin on the outside. Uh, Corbin chucks a ladder at him for the DQ. Uh, Brian and Corbin go at it. Shinsuke attacks Brian. Cesaro attacks Brian. Corbin chucks Brian into the ladder, and that's where it ends right there. Brian comes out. 
I'm sorry. Braun comes out and says, the past is the past. I'm tired of this black sheep thing. He's going to beat Bray and end it. Bray ends up interrupting him in the Firefly Funhouse. He tells a story about a guy and a black sheep and how he took the black sheep in, but the black sheep never thanked him. Uh, pretty much like, you know, simple stuff here. It's still weird that he's fighting regular Bray and not the Fiend. I guess they're really trying to just stretch it out. Like I said, I have no problem Braun beating regular Bray. But, you know, regular Bray also has weird powers, too. Like, he likes getting beat up, so. Sheamus versus Leon Ruff, the jobber. Uh, three Irish curse backbreakers. Bro kick done. Sheamus watches the Jeff Hardy video of the comeback. Tells him, all right, Jeff, you're going to be here next week. So am I. Like I said, this is still a strange rivalry to have. Like, I would have really rather. I know Vince McMahon is probably going to cream his pants. Let me say this really low. I would have rather had Sheamus and Brian had a rivalry because those guys, like I said, I don't know. I just feel like uh, if they're going to give this mega push to Jeff, they could do something else with him without ruining Sheamus. I don't want Sheamus to get beat. Carmelo versus Mandy Rose in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Sonya comes out mid-match on the mic. By the way, Sonya on the mic is getting really good. Uh, trying to distract Mandy. Carmella wins with the shittiest super kick. Uh, Carmella just throws... Carmella's just horrible. She's bad. <laughs> she just throws the worst super kick. She has the best or the worst offense I've ever seen. She like a, There was an episode of Total Divas where they were joking around. She's scared to take a hit. That's exactly how it is. This bitch is just scared. Oh my gosh, she's so bad. So I guess Sonya and Amandi continues. Uh, New Day versus the Forgotten Sons. Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. They come out on the commentary. They're the best. I fucking love Morrison. I love everything about Morrison on commentary. Not to give Miz credit, but Morrison has just been on another I don't give a fuck level ever since he came back. Uh, Buckle Bonds into his partner's knees from the Forgotten Sons. The stomp into the Scorpion Death Drop. And the Forgotten Sons get a clean win on the Jusos. I mean, all the Jews. He's <laughs> Jewish people the Usos. The Jews. Jesus Christ, I meant the New Day. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Sasha and Bailey, the Jews. Jump Tamina backstage while Sasha's pretending that her and Tamina are friends. Lacey jumps in. You know, this is still a war going on here. Ziggler has a fan. Bro, I know. I know everyone probably... I get laughed at all the time at my job by my friends. There is no touching a motivated Dolph Ziggler on the mic. I still have hope of Dolph Ziggler one day. When he ever gets the fucking balls to leave this company, this man is going to be big. I could see him in the fucking Bullet Club. I could see him in AEW going at it with Cody. And, you know, he'll lose because it's Cody. Uh... <laughs> But this promo Ziggler cut on Otis and Mandy and all that shit. This was fantastic, dude. I love when Ziggler does some serious promos. But then we have the match. Otis versus Ziggler and he lost us it. <laughs> That's it. He uh, Otis is in the Money in the Bank match. And Otis was actually the main event. So like I said, they're actually pushing Otis pretty well. Like I said, uh, SmackDown wasn't actually that bad for the first time ever. I actually enjoyed it more than the Raw, which believe it or not. But let us make it to NXTizzle. We'll save AEW for last. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott versus El Hijo de Fantasma. And the first thing I said, oh shit, Lucha Underground rematch. <laughs> it's fucking Killshot versus uh, King Cuerno. Cuerno. Why did I say it like that? Cuerno. Jesus, I, I talk the damn language. Uh, Swerve, man. Like I said, Swerve to me 
if Treated Right could be the next big, like, Booker T, like, next big African-American star. He's a star regular, but he can be so big, dude. He can be something, man. I, I just like him. He's got the swagger. He's good on the mic. He's good in the ring. He's tall. You know what I mean? He's not the most muscular guy, but who cares? This guy can go. Uh, he's got a great moveset. His moveset is fantastic. Uh, fun match. This is a fun match. Uh... Uh, Corno hits his nice full dive into a headbutt. Love that shit. Isaiah Swerve Scott ends up winning with a roll-up. I was shocked as hell. I was completely shocked as hell. But I'm, I'm okay. This is one of those situations where, you know, Alihola Fantasma just debuted. But, you know, Isaiah Swerve Scott does lose a lot. So The masked men come to jump Alihola Fantasma in the ring this time. Does not work out for them. He keeps fighting back. You pretty much know he's the leader. I hope he's the leader, and you know, I hope that I hope they just copy Lij, and he wears it because, like, in the promo video when he had the suit on, he looks so dope. So, uh, Casey, a uh, Casey, Jesus, Candice LeRae versus Casey Casentaro. Uh, they finally, finally, made me interested in Candice LeRae. The heel look, the theme, her finisher, Johnny coming out with her and being a total dick and weirdo. They finally made me love Candice LeRae. I fucking love it. Uh, Casey got more ox, 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 uh, tongue twister, offense than experience. Sorry, people. I've been awake since three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and it is uh, fucking like eight eight p.m. Uh, Candice goes uh, back in, locks in their Gargano escape after she beats her with the curve stomp. By the way, the Paul Burchill curve stomp is my favorite. I fucking love. That move so much where they grapevine the legs and then hold the arms back and just stomp their head in. That used to be my finisher in the SVR games. Oh, I fucking love it. Any Anybody using that move. And let's just say Candice did not hold back. That's a tiny woman, but that curve stomp was legit. I thought Casey was fucking dead. I was like, oh, she dead. Roll her, roll her over. Matt Riddle and Timi Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher? Thatcher. Out there, uh, they're doing a bro show where they got to know each other's bro. Um, there was it, it was funny. Like I said, WWE comedy is usually hit or miss, but the NXT is usually pretty good. Uh, they do this thing. Riddle is a fucking idiot. He's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. There was something about Timmy not having a TV ever. And, you know, he even said, I'll buy one if it's cheap. And then he talks about, I don't need a TV to get pussy or something like that. But he said it in a weird way. Byron Saxton, by the way, was cheesing it up so hard. I loved it. He was hilarious. Um, Imperium ended up jumping both of them and being the shit of them. Uh, Timothy fighting back, but they get him with the European bomb. Um, I'm okay with this. This is the These are the people that should be the tag team champions. Imperium is legit my favorite tag team of NXT or NXT UK. They're fucking great. Uh, Mia Yim versus Charlotte, and uh, this was not bad. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I'm just I wish Charlotte was only in NXT. I don't want her on Raw anymore. I don't want her on SmackDown. I don't want her anywhere but NXT. Uh, like I said, good match. Charlotte was. I don't know what the fuck has happened to Charlotte ever since she fought Rhea Ripley. But Charlotte's just been stiffing the hell out of everybody. She's beating the shit out of Mia Yim. The chops, man, just beating the crap out of her figure eight. Uh, like I said, I can't wait to see her in EO. EO comes out and ends up fucking, you know, basically, your ass is mine next week. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I really hope. 
give those girls 30 minutes to show you the, one of the best women's match of all time. Dexter Loomis versus my boy Shane Thorne. Uh, Thorne is so goddamn good. Like, that, that is a good professional wrestler, man. It's hard, it's hard to explain mannerisms, look, theme. I love his theme song. He's just great, man. But Loomis ends up hitting a big spine buster. And then uh, hand, ends up a uh, Urinage with the choke to keep going at the Anaconda Vice. But it's not an Anaconda Vice. I think it's a Gucci Jatani or something like that shit. Drake Maverick versus Tony Nese. Uh, uh, Nice destroying Maverick and making fun of him. Um... Fucking Maverick ends up pulling a shot, a shocking victory with the top rope bulldog. That was a sweet move, by the way. Reminded me of fucking uh, Spike Dudley a little bit. Main event time. It is Keith Lee versus Damian Priest. This match was awesome. Uh, it was exactly what I wanted, but I wish uh, Damian Priest would have won. Why the fuck is Damian Priest not have a title? Look at this dude. He's got the look. He can talk. He's huge. He can high fly. He's powerful. Like. This guy looks cool. He just looks like a prof- like if I made a wrestler in a video game, he would look like Damian Priest. North American title on the line. Uh, Lee is taking it to Priest from the start. Uh, Lee with a corkscrew dive on the outside that was sweet. Uh, so impressive. These guys are just fantastic. Uh, Lee with a deadlift suplex on the apron all the way to the ring. Uh, hit the spirit bomb. Oh, uh, fucking, uh, the whole time, Priest is like, no, no, don't do it. And then he just hits another spirit bomb. So, it took two spirit bombs to beat him, so I'm okay with it. Like I said, Priest, I would have had Priest win. But it's too soon, I guess, for Keith Lee to lose. Because he's actually having a really good title run, I think. But that was NXT. NXT was a solid show, as always. But then we get to uh, AEW, AEW, AEW. We started off quick with Darby Allen versus Cody 3. Their first match was a tie. Uh, a draw, I mean, uh, their second match, Cody won, duh. Guess what happened in this match, Cody won, duh. It's Cody. <laughs> TNT tournament match. Uh, Darby ends up taking out Brandy by mistake. Cody is in control most of the match. Cody acting very, very Randy Orton heelish with the guard, the, you know, the stomp. He's stomping around, he's holding the arm, giving him the little stomp. He was acting very Randy, stomping at the body parts. Uh, both men... Are going for each other's knees. I kind of like the story of both men aiming at each other's legs. Cody rolls out to the outside. Uh, Britt Baker ends up beating the crap out of Cody with her chancleta. I'm just like, Britt Baker must be half Spanish or something. Jericho on commentary is still the best thing ever. It sadly comes into an end soon. Uh, Darby hits a crossroads on Cody for a near fall. He should know to hit like two or three of them in the road. Duh. Uh, then uses the figure four on Cody. Cody's new adopted move. Uh, Brandy comes back. Uh, this part of the match pissed me off. Why does Cody Rhodes... I love Cody, dude. I'm a big Cody fan. Why does this man overbook every single match he's in? Every match. Look it up. He's overbooked every fucking match he's in in AEW. Brandy comes out after being taken out. She brings a bottle of water. She gives Cody the water. Cody's drinking the water. I don't know. Why was that even in the match? Darby takes the water bottle, hits Cody with the water bottle. I'm like, so you knocked out Brandy, did all of this for her to come back with a... Ah, Cody. Uh, Darby hits uh, Cody with the water bottle. Cody hits a Rainmaker. This was cool. Cody hits a Rainmaker and ends up keeping wrist control. I was like, ah, a man of good taste. That, uh, that popped me. That popped me. 
He goes for another Rainmaker, misses, hits a crossroad on Darby. Darby kicks out. Crossroads are useless. Cody ends up going for the coffin drop, but ends up missing because uh, Darby puts the knees up. Darby hits the coffin drop, gets rolled up by Cody. That was a shit finish. I don't know what they were trying to do, keep Darby strong or whatever, but you had Cody beat him again. Well, I said it from day one, Cody was going to win this tournament. Everyone laughed at me. There's no way Cody's, you know, he's putting himself over. Like I said, I like Cody, but he is putting himself over a lot. You know, it might not even be him. It might, because Cody is, let's face it, you know, love him or hate him. I like him, but Cody is legit the second biggest baby face there. People can yell at me and say he's number one. No, he's not. The number one baby face in that company is fucking Kenny Omega. I don't care what anyone says. You can hate all you want. You might call it bias. I might be biased, but I don't care. Kenny Omega is the number one baby face in that company. Cody is not a real true baby face to me. Still. To me. So to me, that means he's not doing his job all the way right. You know what I mean? But Kenny, Kenny is a baby face. Kenny is a baby face. He comes out there, you know, V trigger and all that stuff. But we got a, a video of Scorpio Sky describing himself again. You can tell they're getting ready for that big singles push. MJF is a fucking idiot. He cut himself shaving and he puts a whole neck brace. He's he's making all these weird fake injuries for himself. I think it's fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, we get um Musa or Masa versus my man. Legit. This guy. This, this is my dude, Wardlow, bro. Put every single belt on Wardlow. Even the WWE Championship. Put it on him. This man, I will say it every time I see Wardlow. Money, money, money. There is no fucking way in hell that Cody should have beat this man on his debut. Shame on you, Cody. I'll never forgive you. Oh, God. Love Wardlow. I'm stupid. I'm stupid in love for Wardlow. Uh, he takes the jobber and he does... I just love this move. It's so Terminator-ish. It's fucking great. He takes a jobber, holds him in the top rope with the neck, like I said. Thumbs up, thumbs down, knees him from the top rope. F10 for the win. Wardlow, money. We got the Bubbly Bunch, episode three. Jericho is still salty that he lost the dance battle from the Flim Flam to Sammy Guevara. Uh, they have a fight over the phone. This was fucking madness. So they have a fight over the phone. There's like a million jajillion celebrities in this. Jungle Hoy. Jungle Hoy. Uh, ahoy, Jungle Boy. Uh, Jungle Boy got involved. Uh, fucking Lufer got involved. Sonny Kiss got involved. Fucking Corey Taylor from Slipknot got involved. Corey Taylor. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't Luke Ferrigno, the fucking Hulk got involved. The Hulk, everybody. This shit was great. I loved it. Laughed my ass off. Uh, another fantastic match. I really, really, really enjoyed this match. And much props to these guys killing each other for no crowd, man. Much respect. Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian versus Best Friends. No DQ match. Uh, please keep Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc together. It is the only reason, the only way I can take Kip Sabian without looking at Penelope Ford, of course. Beautiful. Uh, Jimmy gets a chair, chucks it at Orange Cassidy, Sabu style, right in the head. Then he gets a chair. Chucks it at Chucky T's face, Sabu style. They get revenge, and they chuck two chairs at Jimmy Havoc's head. Uh, Kip ends up tossing Chucky T into a chair head first. Like I said, these guys beat the shit out of each other for no crowd. It was crazy. Uh, uh, Trent with a chair-assisted gup-stubber knee to the face for a near fall. 
Lord, Lord, Lord. Uh, Trent gets tripped from the top rope, lands neck first into a ladder wedged in the corner. No, unnecessary. Unnecessary. Uh, Jimmy with a Death Valley driver on a couple of chairs that were propped up. Oh, that looks so bad. Uh, Kip Sabian then was a top rope foot dive or foot stomp. <laughs> I'm thinking of Doctor Doom from Marvel. Foot dive uh, for the near fall. Chucky T. Chucky T goes for a pile driver and a bunch of chair. Ford ends up saving Kip Sabian. Uh, Orange Cassidy gets in the match. Uh, he takes a chucks a chair at Jimmy Havoc. Uh, but he throws it very lazily. <laughs> uh, Ford takes out Kip by mistake twice. Orange drops Ford on uh, Kip and uh, Chucky T. Chucky T is a madman. He takes fucking. We all know the Omega Driver. You know the fucking. You pop him up and fucking drop him on their head. Uh, Chucky T takes Jimmy Havoc, dumps him pile driver first onto a bunch of chairs. Oh my god, it looks so. It, there's a reason he calls it the awful waffle. But a great, great, hardcore, fun match. Fun to see. Uh, Britt Baker segment was hilarious. And we get to see Rebel on TV. Rebel does the makeup for the AEW women and men, probably. Uh, that was cool to see her. Uh, Britt Baker is basically uh, forcing her to tell good things about her. Uh, like I said, uh, there was, Britt Baker did an interview with Chris Van Fleet, by the way. The greatest wrestling interviewer of all time. Uh, he's fantastic. Um... Basically, Kenny is the one that made the call to turn Brit heel, and Kenny Kenny is just fantastic. Uh, she explains how to be a role model. She comes at Tony Schiavone for being fat, for being old, for having bad breath. I'm like, bro, can we please, please leave Tony Schiavone alone? Sean Spears versus Jobber uh, Baron Black, uh, Baron Corbin's brother. Uh, I'm happy Spears is getting TV times, even if it's against Jobbers, but hey, a win's a win. He points at Jericho. He's like, look, I got something for you. And he does Jericho's old WCW suplex into the, you know, come on, baby, pin. Uh, C4, now using the sharpshooter also, uh, gets a tap out win. Uh, like I said, I'm a big, big fan of Sean Spears. I hope they do something with him. You know, other than have Cody beat him. You couldn't let Sean Spears win that match, Cody. Good. I'll never forgive you. It's my, uh, it's my new gimmick. I'm, I'll never forgive Cody for beating Ward, though. Uh, Marco Stunt versus Brody Lee. This was fun. This was fun. As a not Marco Stunt fan, I love seeing this little bastard get beat up. Uh, Marco tries to dive at Lee. Lee catches him, puts him on his feet, and then super kicks his head off. Marco tries to dive again. Uh, Lee ends up catching him in this amazing sidewalk slam, fucking abyss, black hole slam style. He did multiple revolutions. That shit was great. Pop-up powerbomb. Choke pop-up powerbomb for the win. Uh, like I said, I cannot wait to see Brody Lee actually fight some real people like Kenny Omega. That match is going to be fantastic. I've been waiting for that match for years. Moxley with a promo hypes up double or nothing. Says he's looking for a fight, but he doesn't know who he's fighting next. I'm like, oh, that's true. I haven't even... Cody is technically the number one contender. But remember, he can't challenge for a title, but he... I don't know. Like I said, we're, we're, watch. We're going to get the baby face... Moxley's going to slap him, like, I want you in a title match, and Cody's going to be like, no, Because no. I thought it was going to be MJF, but apparently not anymore. Then we get the main event. We get Lance Archer, Everybody Dies, versus Dustin Rhodes in the TNT tournament. I like this match. Um, Like I said, Dustin still has a lot left in the tank. 
This match proved it. Um, like I said, his match with Kip Sabian sucked, bored me to death. But this was fantastic. Uh, Archer kills some random schmuck in the audience. I mean, in the entrance way. Archer is way too cocky. He is toying with Dustin the whole entire match. Dustin goes for a power slam, but he can't hit it. Archer's way too big. Archer ends up rebounding him in the rope, hits the pounce. I love the way he does it. Archer grabs a chair. Dustin takes it out of his hand and then boots it in his face. Uh, I mean, Archer ends up booting the chair in Dustin's face. Dustin does a blade job. He's bleeding like a stuffed piggy. Uh, Dustin hits Shattered Dreams, the dick kick, and no D DQ. Okay. Uh, all right. It didn't even keep Archer down for a one count. He goes for a crossroads. Archer kicks out at one again. Like I said, this is how you build a new star. Now let's not have Cody beat him. <laughs> like he does everybody. Cody, I will never forgive you. Archer goes for the old school. And then this motherfucker, this dude is crazy. Six foot eight. Like I said, met him. Super cold dude. Fucking huge. I am six foot three, four myself. This man dwarfed me. That's how big fucking Lance Archer is. He's got to be about six seven, six eight. He made me look like a little tiny baby boy. I'm a big boy, and he made me look like a tiny boy. Uh, Archer then hits the old school, walks the whole rope, turns it into a fucking moonsault. I'm like, this dude, fuck this guy for being so good and athletic. Uh, goes for the choke slam near fall. Goes for another choke slam. Uh, almost gets rolled up. Archer exposes the turnbuckle. He slams uh, Dustin's face on it multiple times. Cody comes out. And he's about to throw in the towel. Archer takes the towel and he ends up throwing it in the air himself. Uh, Lance Archer locks in the everybody dies claw, the EBD claw for the win. Like I said, what a perfect build to a monster. Cody must lose. You cannot have Cody beat him too. There's no way in hell Cody should beat Lance Archer or Cody should beat Wardlow or Cody should beat Darby or Co Cody just beats everybody. <laughs> oh my God. So there's no, no reason that Cody can't take an L, a real L finally. You know, Cody has yet to take in one of those. But that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. You use 92 on all the social medias. Give your boy a follow. BKDragon92 at the Yahoo.com for the email. Please ask me a wrestling question. Anybody, please. I want to answer wrestling questions. Uh, like I said, my bad for this uh, podcast coming out a little bit, a little bit late. I really, really hope I can develop a better schedule for these. I really want to get them out every Sunday. I'm going to try to get this one out a little earlier. But please bear with me, guys. Like I said, it's kind of tough going back to work and the pandemic and all this stupid stuff. Like, I watch my wrestling at weird times because I work at a very early hour. So it's kind of hard. The podcast kind of kind of just, it comes once a week, but it just comes at a weird time. So that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. God bless. Everybody take care out there and go watch some damn wrestling.